You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer, Boobs, and Craziness, with the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, and the man who drinks so much, he pees barely and poops hops, Chris Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Enjoy. Woo! Cheers, everyone, and thank you, Jasmine St. Clair. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L Talk Radio. And this is our Thanksgiving show. We won't be uh, live next week because of the holiday. So tonight we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving as only we can do uh, drinking Jer- Jersey style. So, uh, And to, to celebrate that, we have all Thanksgiving foods actually in studio, thanks, Boston Market. And what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I wasn't cooking that shit. <laughs> is uh, we're going to have a Thanksgiving craft beer taste test a little bit later in the show where we're going to tell you what craft beers go best with all your Thanksgiving fixings. And um, what a food show we actually have tonight because we also have, calling in on the line, Uno Pizzeria and Grill out of Hamilton, New Jersey, which if you're not familiar with them, uh, it's an incredible uh, Chicago-style pizza place. And they, it's kind of a chain. They're kind of all over the East Coast. and uh, Yeah, it started in Chicago, and then they, like, developed. It kind of expanded, um, but uh, just awesome food. And, and they have awesome craft beer, which is uh, one of the main reasons that they're calling in. So uh, we're going to talk a little pizza and beer, too, so... What a food show, like I said, we have going right. on tonight. Uh, so we can't wait to talk to them. And, of course, uh, our typical uh, drunk antics. So um, let's get ready and get drunk for the holidays. Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is. And, of course, we're drinking. And I am drinking a new beer that I've never had before. Uh, it's actually called Ghetto Blaster uh, by Motor City Brewing Works out of Detroit, Michigan. It's an English-style mild ale. And a uh, very low ABV, which is the kind of beer I like to drink at the beginning of the show so I don't get too blasted by the middle. It's only 4.2%, but it's actually a pretty smooth beer. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, uh, but I definitely recommend this beer for, uh, you know, just hanging out and drinking, especially if you're in the ghetto. You probably want to have a ghetto, ghetto blaster. blaster. So yeah. um, it does make sense. It doesn't come in a 40 ounce, so all you uh, ghetto people out there listening, don't get too excited. Is that good? I'm going to have to try that later. Yeah, it's actually, like I said, it's pretty decent. It's not bad. And um, Cassie, of course, you're drinking. What are you drinking? I'm drinking um, a fan, DDIJ fan favorite. They were on our show, uh, Wick for Brains by Nebraska Brewing Company. Mm. I'm trying to kill out all my pumpkin beers so I can get rid of, ready for the seasonal right. uh, Christmas beers that are coming out. And yeah, the pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin beer uh, season is just about over. Yeah. And we're getting into that Christmas beer season. Yeah, I so. need like I need like my you know People my Mad Elf and my and you don't want those pumpkin beers sitting in your fridge until all of a sudden it's springtime. Yeah, that's gross. No pumpkin, one's drinking so it. You're doing the right thing by clearing it out. Trying to clear uh, it out. So that's good stuff. And I might the pump kick though can stay because it's got cranberry in it, and I feel like that's kind of that's more, kind of Thanksgiving holidays. Right, right. But you kind of want to get rid of that by January. Right. So we got to make sure that that's gone uh, by New Year. Yeah, because I'm feeling like stouts right now. Yes, I'm like in a stout. Even not it's today, fucking, it's freaking hot. But like you know, those in LA, I don't know. I really don't know what the weather is like out in LA. But in Jersey, it's unseasonably warm. Yeah. Outdoor would be having a boner right now. It's like seventy it's like degrees. Seventy right now. degrees, like every day, which is just nuts, just insane for New Jersey weather. Usually My poor kids are like, like sweating. Yeah, usually you've had like four or five snowstorms by right. now, and uh, it's freezing balls outside. And uh, but no, uh, right now it's uh, ridiculous. It's like freaking April outside. Yeah. But, 
Um, anyway, folks, every show we have, we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word, following the Thanksgiving tradition here, is yam bag. Now, an example of yam bag is, if I was a pilgrim, before I gave the female Indians food, I'd make them fuck on my yam bag. Oh! A little gravy on the face. Yeah! Ew. Cassie, do you have an example? You're being so obnoxious, I want to kick you in your yam bag. Oh! Typical wife response there. Dude, (laughs) when you say yam bag... Oh! Drink three times! You kind of have to say it with, like, an Italian accent. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, well... You know, that reminds me of the Dice Man. Right. The Dice Man used to say that on radio. Oh! Oh! Suck on my yam bag! Oh! oh drink! Drink! It's <laughs> awesome. All right, now, before we get into the uh, the shit here, we have our guest call in. There's obviously one thing I want to talk about. It's not really along the lines of drinking, but... It know, is dirty. It is dirty, and this really motherfucker dirty. is drunk. And, of course, you might have figured out who I'm talking about, and that's... Uh, Mr. Charlie Sheen. Oh my God, Mr. Mr. Hiv. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know one talk radio show that probably hasn't brought this gentleman up. Um, but you know, it, it, and if you don't, if you live in a goddamn closet and you just come out to drink and listen to our show, Charlie Sheen is HIV positive. Yes. No, he's not making hot shots three. That's not the big news. That's what tiger blood is. It's AIDS blood. <laughs> it's AIDS blood. He has HIV. That's, tiger blood. And, and like for those of you that have been like that follow like the uh, celebrity news out in LA, that's kind of like culture. But like uh, you know, following the celebrity news like TMZ and stuff uh, for the past about a couple weeks or a month, uh, they've been teasing the story about an yeah. A-list celebrity that actually is HIV positive and um, womanizer. They said a womanizer. womanizer who uh, needs to come out, but he hasn't come out and said it. Uh, you know what? I didn't think it was going to be Charlie Sheen because that's kind of obvious. Right, and he's not A-list anymore. Yeah, I don't think he's A-list. What is it, 1988? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> What was the last A-list movie that he's made? I don't know. Seriously, besides, like, yeah, like I said, Hot Shots or, like, uh, Red Dawn or something like that. Like, well, he was, on, he was, like, a big TV star for a while, but then... Well, no, he, on Two and a Half Men. Right. But can a TV star be considered an A-list star? Yes, Absolutely. But only if they're in A-list movies, right? Well, previous, and plus he's part of, like, an A-list family. Yeah. Martin Sheen and, and, I mean, his, I mean, and I guess, his grandfather. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put down know. his acting ability or anything like that. I mean, I know he's a good actor, but, um, but you know, when you, they said A-list celebrity, I'm thinking, like, all these different people. Right. Like, what if it's George Clooney? He's a womanizer. Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. And Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper, blah, blah, blah. And I actually kind of uh, I, I kind of thought it was Bradley Cooper because the list of because they actually gave a description a list of like women that this gentleman has been with they described the right. name names and like from the description it actually fit Bradley Cooper's like actress. Meanwhile, they should have said like he dated an Academy Award winning actress in the eighties. In the eighties, right? So like, I'm thinking like when they said like a, an A lister, I'm thinking now, like right, right now, who's an A lister right now? Like in the past, right? That's like nuts. So anyway, he was diagnosed in 2011, and I guess the big hubbub is um, that he was having sex with women and not telling them that he was HIV positive. People are positive. suing him. Ten women came out and they're suing him for that. Yes. and like crazy. That's a serious thing. And like, I actually was doing a little bit of research on Charlie Sheen <clears throat> and the HIV. And the HIV. it seems uh, he, he, had, he had sex with 1.6 million hookers after he was diagnosed. What? No, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. No, no, no. That would be amazing. Wow. No, no, no. That's like... That's like Walt Chamberlain. We're shit. doing a live show here. I just fucked up that fact. No, he spent one point six million dollars on hookers. 
since he was diagnosed in 2011. It's crazy. Uh, with the hip. So, and like, oh, he was on the Today Show and he actually said that he told all these women beforehand that he was, that he had the hip and it wasn't a big deal, but I don't think he did. I mean, he's not the, um, I don't think he did either. He's not the most, most trustworthy fellow. You know what I mean? Like he, he's a, he's a known drug addict. He's a known, um, pretty much known liar. Right. So like, how can you trust him now that he's coming out and trying to like, I think he was kind of forced out that he told all these, yeah, that he, that he was HIV positive. So, and that's a serious fucking charge. I mean, I don't know what the law is out in California for that kind of shit, but I mean, if I was like running a, a, a country well, or whatever, that would be like uh the temp, like a, giving somebody like anthrax, you know what I mean? I mean like you're giving them a deadly disease without that them. crazy lawyer abroad, Gloria Alrad or whatever is like representing all these women. So, you know, they're going to get something. Oh, he's fucked. Yeah. When she's involved, you're fucked. Like, and there's, like, ten women, and there's going to be more, they said. That red dress and gargoyle face. Yeah, like, <laughs> Brie Olsen is freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I mean, she went on national too. television and, like, was crying and, like... She actually got tested on Monday, Brie Olsen, and she's clear. She doesn't have it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's clear, because you're supposed to get tested every six months. Yeah, but... So it would, can pop up in six months. But wouldn't it pop up if you have it currently? I don't know. I'm not that... I don't you know, remember. I don't ...on the hip, but, like... One of the things too is that he wouldn't tell these hookers that he had it, and then he'd go to the and then like after the after sex, one of the hookers went to the bathroom. She saw his medication sitting out on the counter, and that's how she found out that he was HIV positive. Jesus Christ! And then, well, he was also using lambskin condoms, which don't do anything. They don't protect against STDs. Lambskin condoms. Yeah, because he only likes lambskin condoms. He doesn't because like regular it, condoms because it feels like it's a real thing. Right? Is that why? Because right. I, I did read that he paid extra. Uh, to have sex without a condom for some of these hookers. Well, which is, yeah, he was using lambskin condoms with the porn star girlfriend. That's that nuts. I mean, I've never banged a hooker. I barely even ever had a lap dance at a strip bar. But I can tell you what, if I ever banged a hooker, or even a porn star for that matter, and we have a big porn star following, and I love porn stars, blah, blah, blah. But if I ever was to bang one of the porn stars with cast permission, of course, I would definitely double bag it. And no, they're not lambskin shit. I'm talking about, like, extra thick... Um, you know, like the naked gun when Frank Trevin put the whole condom suit on. Right. That's what I'd wear to, to bang a hooker. That's just crazy. That's just nuts. Steve is telling me he's trying to call in, but I guess he's not getting an answer. Well, I don't know. He's probably calling the wrong number. I gave him the number again. I don't know. Well, uh-oh. I hope that's not the, uh, yeah. the case for our guest. I hope not. Um, but one of the other big stories with Charlie Sheen as well is that there's a rumor going around that not only was he banging female uh, hookers, but he was also banging male hookers as well. Well, somebody that was supposed to, I'm not going to name names, but some uh, person that was supposed to be on our show. Um, yes. It's supposedly like... I'm not going to name names either, but if you listen to our show, then you know the name. But right. We were supposed to have a, um, a she-male porn star on this week who... Um, after Charlie Sheen came out, kind of disappeared and couldn't do the show. Um, but she was rumored to be one of Charlie Sheen's, like, uh, girlfriends. girlfriends. Right. And, you know, that kind of lies into the whole thing where he was having sex with males or right. transsexuals, which we, we have no problem with that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, that's, that's another rumor that goes, you know, did he get AIDS from banging a male? Right. Or, you know just goes more into the whole thing of Charlie Sheen. Hey, you know, whatever. I mean, he's a big partier, big drinker. I, he, I, I get a laugh out of him with his tiger blood shit and oh, winning know. and winning. stuff like that. And 
you know, I, I wish the best for him, but what's the thing that's fucked up to me is that did he tell did he really tell these women that he was HIV positive before they had sex? According to Brie Olson, like according to his lawyer, he got he found out a week a week after him and Brie Olson broke up. Like a week after he found out. A week after? Yeah. But she was like, why didn't he give me the heads up? Like, why didn't he tell me? Like, listen, hey, you know. That goes back into the whole thing. Like, how trustworthy is he? Right. Did he really not know? I mean, like, two weeks after, or a week after, whatever you said? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't I just don't buy it. Um, but whatever. I mean, um, you know, he says he's going to continue his career. We'll see what happens with this whole thing, too. But the lawsuits are going to fly out of everywhere. I'm looking at him with... Bill Cosby was like a yeah. lawsuits came, right. came out it's of the crazy. I want to I want to sue Charlie Sheen. I and he's be like, not yeah. going to know what's really real or not because I want to be like I had sex with Charlie Sheen. Now give me money. Right. He's but he's not going to know. I mean, you spend one point six million dollars on hookers. I mean, even if each hooker is five hundred dollars, just do the freaking math in your head. Right. I mean, that's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like, I get home like, like everybody else, but I'll just go on fucking X videos or WhacTube or whatever. WhacTube. <laughs> Ew. And, like, you know, I guess in L.A. it's kind of easier to get a hooker. Um, you know, I mean, out, out here in the fucking sticks in Jersey, you know, you, you, there's really no hookers available. And the hookers available out here, you probably don't want anyway. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know what's going on. Like, apparently, Gilk says his phone's not even ringing now. Uh-oh. I don't uh, know, Ronan, is there a problem with the phones or something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully our guest gets through. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. But um, anyway, folks, um, you know, I... I uh, call, our caller is on. All right. So, hello. You're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, how you doing? This is Sean from uh, Pizzeria Area in Hamilton. Yes, Sean. Sean, we're very excited to talk to you. Um, we've been being big fans of the restaurant for a long time now, and uh, we've been doing a lot of research on you guys over the past week, and uh, we just have a couple questions for you. Uh, the first one is just, you know, tell us a little bit of history about Uno and, um, you know, how you guys kind of got started and the whole chain got started. Um, we started in 1943 in Chicago, um, but moving forward, you know, we're a franchisee of Uno, uh, Uno Chicago Bar and Grill. We've been around since 1993. Uh, I've been with the company since 1994, so it's been a long time. Uh, and we really started with the craft beer movement in about 2005. Okay. All right. So you, you, you actually got in early because that's when the craft beer movement really kind of started was around that 2000 yeah. error. Uh, so, so that's, so that's good. And, and, you know, before we go any further in the interview, um, you know, we're, me and Cassie are huge fans of Chicago style pizza. So that's one of the reasons that we're pretty excited to talk to you guys. Um, now it just, just another question is, um, I, I see you have a lot of things on your menu, menu other than pizza. Um, what are some of the best menu items for someone coming into Uno for the first time? Um, we have, a uh, appetizer called uh, shrimp and crab dip, which is out of this world. Their number one seller. I eat it all the time. Uh, pizza skins, it is a deep dish pizza, but it's made with mashed potatoes, cheese, bacon, sour cream. It's awesome. Uh, we have some great steaks, and uh, we just brought on ribs that are absolutely unbelievable. Mmm. Oh, that sounds amazing. We're starving right now, too. We have food sitting next to us that we can't eat until we <laughs> start our taste test. So you're, you're saying that just... Uh, I know. Ugh, I just got really hungry over, <laughs> over pizza skins. <laughs> they, they're awesome. Thank <clears throat> um, now, the, w the question that we really want to get into is, is your beer. Now, 
What beers do you currently have on tap at the restaurant? Uh, we, have, we have a 30-tap system. Uh, we have uh, about 22 craft beers on at all times. Uh, one of my absolute favorite beers my, in my t- personal top three. Uh, Founders back with Bastards right on, on right now. Uh, we have uh, D. Dole, uh, TV from Belgium on right now. Uh, Wirebacher Insanity's on right now. A lot of stuff from Cane Brewing. A lot of stuff from, a lot of other stuff from Founders on. Um, and we still have some pumpkins left from pumpkin season, but it's a pretty diverse tap list we got going on right now. Nice, cool, cool. Now, do you guys try to carry like the local Jersey beers on tap? Considering this restaurant's in New Jersey, we always have a uh, cane on, which is from Ocean County. Yes, uh, I feel they're my favorite, my personal favorite craft beer in New Jersey. I think the beer they put out is unbelievable. Uh, so they're on all the time. We usually have about two or three of them on tap uh, all the time. We have their apiary uh, on right now, uh, their head high on right now, and their fall things on right now. Uh, nice. We do a lot of carton. Uh, we do Spellbound, which is uh, Mount Holly. They're a, a little brewery out of there. Their peach IPA is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. So we carry New Jersey beer all the time because uh, they've been putting out some great stuff. Sweet, sweet, awesome. Um, now, do you do you pick your beers according to what you think would go good with pizza? Uh, not really, not really. Uh, we kind of, <laughs> me and a couple of other people at work, uh, do the beer list and we kind of pick what we like. Uh, you know, we get a, to try a lot of things. I live in Philly, so there's a ton of beer in Philly. I get to try a lot of stuff and, uh, I kind of try and bring it to work and, and, uh, so it doesn't really have to pair well with pizza. It's just beer that we love and we love to sell it. So. Nice. Nice. Now, do you, do you uh, do you rotate your selection often or do you, do you tend to kind of stick with what you got? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I think we're on 1,012 beers on draft this year, right around there. So we rotate 20 lines all the time, and we've got a ton on this year, a ton. It's crazy. Nice. That, that's awesome. That that's is, awesome. It, I looked at the numbers, and it was like, holy moly, that, that's insane. I can't believe we've got that many beers this year. But it's been uh, some good turnover this year, and there's been so many good beers. So it's been, it's been fun. Nice. Tasting them and drinking them all. So <laughs> I would think so. Right, right. Um, and good, uh, cool question here. Now, now I know it's the seasonal season. Now, do you guys um, do you guys try to keep like seasonal beers on tap to kind of fit what's going on? Oh, always, always. We always have something that's in the season, and uh, you know all the winter beers are rolling out now, so they, they're starting to pop up. We do have you know, leftover fall beers uh, on now. We have some pumpkin beers we had laying around, so they're still on. But uh, yeah, we have seasonal on all the time from pretty much every brewery that we get beer from. Nice. Now, do you guys have any, like, speaking of seasonal stuff, do you guys have any special items on the food menu for holidays, like yam bags? Oh, drink! <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Twitter now, but we got it. <laughs> okay, yeah, no problem, that's cool. Um, now, uh, <laughs> no problem, that's cool. Now, okay, kind of last question for you, and um, yeah, I, once again, I really appreciate being on. You, you've, you've been an awesome guest. Now, do you guys have any um, special events coming up or, or nights coming up that you'd like to promote? Absolutely. Uh, this uh, next Friday for Bla- uh, Black Friday, we do uh, Blackout Black Friday. So we do uh, all Imperial Staffs, Black IPAs, Porters, Belgian Dark Ales. We black out the taps, and uh, as soon as the sun goes down, we turn off all the lights, we turn off all the TVs. We turn off the Wi-Fi, and in Hamilton, where we are, there's no cell service. So light candle lights, and that's how we do dinner the whole night. 
Wow. Sweet. That's, That's awesome. awesome. So that, awesome. It's a super fun event. Uh, it gives people time to socialize and kind of, you know, all that uh, holiday shopping nonsense. Put it behind them, kick back, relax, drink some good beer, have a good time, you know. Awesome. And you're okay with somebody wearing a sombrero in your restaurant? Because I just got the new J. Peterman catalog, and they have this new thing that came out called the Urban Sombrero, <laughs> where people can actually like wear that, it. That works for me. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Because I was going to get one, so now I can go wear it and get, come to your place. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I really, really appreciate you calling in, man. You, you, you've been an awesome guest, very informative. I encourage all our listeners and watchers to come out and uh, check you guys out. And, uh, you know, thank you very much, man. And, and we're, we're looking forward to getting there. All right, thanks for having us, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Have a, have a great night, guys. Cheers. Two. Mendez out. <laughs> All right, folks. That was um, Uno. Now, if you listen to last week's show, that is the perfect example of a great guest. Yes. Very quick, <laughs> informative answers. Which well, is no, he was like. a great guest. He was just very, like, he had a lot to say in a short yes, time. Yes, our guest, not not, not, the, not Sean, was Sean, am I saying his name was Sean, right? Um, we just had on Sean. It was Sean. Yes. Um, very quick, informative, uh, told you, you got right to the point, told you about the restaurant, what listeners want to hear, like talk radio listeners want to hear. Last week, who was an awesome guest, don't get me wrong, we loved him, thank you for calling in, but the most long-winded answers I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, no. But I, but it was, I appreciated the history lesson. Yes, and if I was... And the uh, information, I would have loved to sat down with that guy. And, and if I knew that I was going to have Ben Stein on my show, and oh, I was prepared... For a long it wasn't that time. bad. The only thing that made it bad is we had a live uh, uh, television, TV show. TV yeah, show that was the only on. problem. And like that, the Sean from Uno, who just talked to, would have been perfect. Right. It's all good. Last week's show, but can we do this taste test? Like I'm staring. No, no. At Besides food. that, we'll get to the taste test. Damn it. Besides that, I just want to say thank you, <laughs> for Uno, for calling in. And uh, when I said that on uh, when, when they were on the show, I really mean it. Me and Cassie are huge fans of Chicago. Everything Chicago, the pizza, the beer, everything. So Except don't anything... listen to our Chicago show. Because it oh, won't shit. That was very long ago. It was so bad. That was very long ago. That's what happens when you drink all day in Chicago, then do a radio show after. Then faceplant at the Cubby Bear. No, that was the same day. That was a different day. But anyway, I'm proud to faceplant. I'm a proud faceplanter. <laughs> But I guess Gilk was calling the wrong number. No, no he, he was calling. Call he was show. calling in. He said he kept getting a busy signal or nothing. Uh huh. And then he kept ringing. And then he said. And then Ronan told me he was on. And then he said, "Oh, I'm not on. Like it, the, I didn't get through. So I don't know what's on." Well, I would. I, I would say that's not uh, uh, talk, LA Talk Radio's fault. I would say that's our genius user user friend. error. Who, by the way, was our Charlie Sheen expert for the night. So that should say it all. Our Charlie right Sheen there. expert. When Drinking Dirty in Jersey has a Charlie Sheen expert calling in, I wouldn't give much cadence Who to is the he a Charlie technology. Sheen expert? <laughs> well, no, he was our Drinking Dirty oh. in Jersey. He's our expert on pretty much anything. Whenever we have a topic for somebody to talk about, it's Gilk. <laughs> He's our guy. Charlie Sheen. Do you want me to have him call in again? No, 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 no. We're, we're going to get into Oh, he can call in if you, if you would like. Okay. We do have a little bit of time to kill. We only have one guest on tonight. But right. We can start our Thanksgiving taste test. And if he happens to call in, our Charlie Sheen expert, then we will be happy to talk to him. Okay. But, our Charlie um, Sheen expert. Now, just uh, as an opening to the uh, Thanksgiving craft beer taste test, uh, we've picked out six craft beers, and we have six different Thanksgiving fixings. But we're going to tell you um, what to drink when you eat this Thanksgiving. And so basically what you do, if you want to do a drinking dirty in Jersey style, bring six beers to the Thanksgiving table. And if your family says, 
You're drinking too much. Tell him to fuck it. You can go fuck off. I'm drinking dirty in Jersey style in this Thanksgiving dinner. You can just, my no, what you, do, what you do is you say, I'm doing a beer pairing. And, like, that makes you seem fancy. Or you can just like, say, I'm, just say, suck on my yam bag. Oh, oh drink. drink. Yeah, that's right. It's a craft beer revolution right now. Just say, hey, listen, I'm doing a beer pairing. Just be like, I'm studying for my Cicerone level two. I have to do this beer pairing. Right. With my, it's uh, work. Right. I have to do this for work. And then they'll say, whoa, for work, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know. And then you show them your certificate and you say, suck it. And then when you, you know, pass out at the table later, just say, I mission accomplished. I think Gilk's calling in again. It's from working very hard. Is he he on or? No, he's he's calling in right now. Why is it so complicated to call a number for this? I don't know. Because he's. (laughs) Just dial a number and then they pick up. You say, hello. Right. So, <laughs> Hello. I know what's going to happen. He's going to find me. Is you're looking for? <laughs> that was so dumb. Burn. He's on. Oh, he's on? Yeah. Uh, hello. You're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hello. Hi. Hi, technical difficulties. Uh, are you okay there, buddy? Yeah, I don't know what that I don't know. Maybe I wasn't dialing the one. I don't know. Am I supposed to dial one every time? Oh, my I God. You're such a retard. Like... Yeah. When you dial an outside area code, you have to hit one before the area code. Oh, my gosh. Gilk. That's usually the way it works. But then I was putting in the one, and it was, I don't know, it's a stupid new life. It's a stupid new User job before. They make everything so complicated. Yeah, I know. That, that whole one before the number, that, that's a new thing that just came out. I don't know why I didn't know that. But that's okay, dude. I mean, we, we, we did the whole Charlie Sheen thing, but we consider you our Charlie Sheen expert. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what's your opinion on the whole Charlie Sheen thing? Well, he was making women sign a non-disclosure agreement. And if they broke the agreement, they had to pay him like a hundred grand. This is my thing. Like, if he was having sex with like transsexuals or whatever, why well, just go find ones that had HIV already? So what the hell's the difference then? You know? Yeah, but can you actually do that? Can you actually look up a hooker with HIV and request that? I mean, I, I don't even know if that's possible. I don't think they even. I don't think any of them have HIV. Yeah, wouldn't no. that be impossible to get work? I mean, like, and first of all, like, HIV is not a common, I mean, as far as as, far as I know, not a very common thing anymore. Um, so I can't see that that's in demand. I would I would say, like, midget uh, hookers would be more in demand. I'm wondering where he got it from, though. He should have just went to Africa, then. He could find tons of people with HIV with Africa. So there you go. He's just go to Africa. Or yeah. Brazil. There's a lot of HIV in Brazil. You can get this hot Brazilians. There's, like, Brazilian transsexuals or whatever. You can go down there and just go get them. So that's kind of disclosure really. Yeah, and who knows with him? I mean, he'd stick his dick in anything. So, like, you, you really don't know. And now he's, like, going on TV and saying, hey, trust me, I told all these people. How the fuck are you supposed to trust this guy? Yeah. I mean, like, this guy's like, has the worst reputation in Hollywood, I Did think. Did he tell them when he was high? Is that why he thinks he told them? Yeah, he was on crack. It wasn't like he was, like, doing cocaine. The guy was, like, smoking crack. So, God knows, he was all cracked up, whatever. And, you know, he was probably, you know... Right, which he's happily admitted that he did crack too. It wasn't like a, a thing that Tiger came out. Blood. Like he, he's like, I do crack and I'm this and that, and I do bath salts and winning. I'm awesome and winning and Tiger Blood. And, <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's more I like mean, his honestly, blood. I never saw Two and a Half Men. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, to me, Charlie Sheen's best work was Men at Work with Emilio Estevez. Yes, I love that movie. Fucking uh, your yeah, boyfriend. yeah, your yeah. black boyfriend. My Who the hell is boyfriend? His name? Keith David. Keith David's in it. Yeah, no, I love that. I don't movie. know. I liked Hot Shots. Uh, it was all right. It was kind of like only the first one though. The second one was naked horrible. gun type humor. I mean, like I know it was funny old. when I was like eight years old. No, but I, I agree with yeah. you. I, I love Men at Work. That's one of those movies. Men at Work is great. And I think you know, 
we should celebrate Emilio Estevez. Is he alive still or is he dead? Yeah, which uh, they're probably going to the fucking hiding now because you know the press is looking for them. Oh. Emilio Estevez and Martin uh, Sheen. Sheen. They're looking for them to question them. Did you, you know your son had AIDS? Blah, and his blah, grandfather blah. was Spartacus. Was he? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I, he I was think, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I think so. Are you thinking of the Douglases? Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's You're mixing up yeah. families. I'm here. mixing up my old men. Be careful. You're throwing the hit around too easily. The <laughs> hit. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, and I think you kind of said it already, Gil. So you believe that this motherfucker didn't tell these ladies before they had before he had sex with them? I don't think he told all of them. <laughs> I mean, he was spending $10 million to keep it hush, hush, fine, whatever. Like, how many women was that? Like, a million a woman? That's like 10 women. So, yeah. Uh, and I think that you're going to leave that kind of lifestyle, whatever. And not like porn stars, we know they're clean, they get tested, fine. But he's having sex with all these hookers and shit and everything else. Like, God knows what. Who knows? He could, you know, he could be into, like, that Jared Fogle shit. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Let's hope he wasn't into that kind of stuff. But, yeah, um, so do, gross. Do you, believe he, do you believe he was uh, bone smuggling? <laughs> do you believe he was with dudes? Yeah, he said he was with, like, transsexuals. He was with, like, trannies. And I heard it was pre-op, too, so it wasn't even the hot post-op. Ooh. It was pre-op. <laughs> So oh, that's like when they have like the napkin in their boobs. That's when they still have a yam bag. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> and wasn't ready for that one. Oh. <laughs> a napkin in their boobs. <laughs> yeah, like Animal House. Like, oh, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think all this should like, we should all celebrate Emilio Estevez. You know, forget Charlie Sheen. Oh, Emilio this. Estevez. We need to bring him back. <laughs> yes. I liked Emilio Estevez. I liked his work. Maximum Overdrive. He dated Paul Abdul. Fucking Repo Man. Banging Paul Abdul when she was hot. <laughs> when she was still a Yeah, he was also in Blade, whatever that was. Uh, young Guns. Young Guns. Yeah. Well, I said Young Guns. Billy the Kid. You were to say Blades of Glory, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, a, <laughs> that was a song from it. Blades <laughs> of Glory. Yeah. I'll shoot everybody. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I like I like Emilio Estevez's work. I was never a huge fan of the Charlie Sheen, except for Red Dawn. Red Dawn was fucking the awesome. Charlie Sheen. You were never the a fan of the, the Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. I was more of a fan when he came out with this whole winning in Tiger Blood stuff. Yeah, right. Because then he was like a, a character. <laughs> right, right. So. Meanwhile, Tiger really meant AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that was all. It was all front. He got fired from the show and everything else, and he just needed to be like wacky. I don't whatever. Whatever. Um, you know, he, he did it, and now he's paying the consequences. And I know they Maybe say he got that, AIDS from eating the, like, monkey brains or something, or dead monkey <laughs> brains or something. What about Magic Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I mean, look at Magic, Magic Johnson got it in, what, 1992, and now it's untraceable in his system. But the difference is that Magic Johnson isn't going out and still getting wasted and banging hookers. Right. Yeah, yes. or porn stars. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's untraceable in Charlie Sheen's system, but it's still in there. I mean, like, whatever. I mean, it's in there. I mean, yeah, but if you become HIV positive from the shit you're doing, that's like having a heart attack and leaving the hospital and going to KFC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. So, But anyway, we got to move on to our Thanksgiving taste test. So, Gil, thank you for figuring out that you put one in front of the area code and calling in. That was awesome. Thank you very much for calling in. Screw your Steve Jobs. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. Take care. All right, Mendez out. All right, folks. Now let's uh, dive into the food. So 
What I'm going to do is I'm going to hand the beer over to the cast machine. Now, do we bite the food first and then drink the beer? Is that what we did yes, last time? Yes, we got to do a little intro on what we're doing. Okay. So what kind of beer is it? What kind of food goes good with it? And then we can get into the tasting portion. All right. So normally when I eat Thanksgiving dinner, I start with the turkey because that's like the most important part, right? I guess. Of Thanksgiving, that's the turkey. The, like the star of the show. That's the star of the show. Correct. So to go with my turkey, I'm going to be drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Good one. Because they Oktoberfest go well with turkey. And yes. this is like the easiest Oktoberfest for people that don't drink crap beer. Right. I've had some nasty Oktoberfest lately, so I kind of went with the... No, 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 table. yeah, but Sam Adams is always a great beer. I mean, uh, I've never had a bad Sam Adams, so um, now Cassie's going to actually taste it, just to prove her point. Now, if it's not good, can we call it a jive turkey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cassie has uh, shoved the turkey in her mouth. She's taking a sip of the beer. Oh, my God, it's really good. It's really good. Okay. And tell us how it tastes as you're chewing. Is, is it very good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to shove the turkey in my mouth. I'm trying to set. I hate when people eat on air. <laughs> I'm like the biggest. Oh, all right. Oh my God, Cassie is correct. With your turkey, you're going to eat Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Very, very good. Or some other Oktoberfest, but that's the easiest drinkable one. Right, you can't go wrong with Sam Adams. So the next beer and food taste we're going to do. We have house. two beers for this side item. Two Utah. Utah. And one to try two different things. So, what kind of beer is it? The first beer we're gonna do is Amagang Abbey Ale. Okay, it's a double. Um, and this is this goes with mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. Now, I, why did you pick this particular kind of beer? Like, what made you think that this well, would be best with mashed potatoes? Doubles usually cut like heavy food. Okay, because they have like a dense nature to them. Okay, and a spice to them, so they cut they'll cut through like the fattiness of the. And the richness of the mashed potatoes with the gravy. So, uh-huh. okay, that's good thinking there. As her eyes rolled back, she put mashed potatoes in her head. All right, so uh, how is it now that you've tasted the two? Oh my god! Okay, it's really weird. Whoa! This is this is. All right, can continue. Something in that beer brings out the gravy. You'll you'll see when you taste it. All right, so with some mashed potatoes in the beer. No, you're right. It adds flavor to the mashed potatoes. Gra- to the gravy. To the gravy and the mashed potato. Well, the, the gravy puts flavor to the mashed potatoes. But yeah, no, definitely. This is highly recommended. So when you chop into your mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving, uh, try some of this uh, double uh, Abbey Ale. No, it's really good. All right, and now we have another beer for mashed potatoes. That also goes well with mashed potatoes. Cassie, what's that beer? And this is, this is a Chimay um, a Trappist Ale. And it's the blue, the Chimay blue. All right, make sure it's the blue. Also known as the Grand Reserve. Nice. All right, so what made you pick this beer as it explodes all over Cassie's face? Beer foul, beer foul. Make sure that doesn't happen at Thanksgiving dinner. She has a face full of beer as she's bending down, sucking it up. Uh Uh-oh. You have it under control. Mm -mm. No, it's still out of control. Um, So the beer is going everywhere. Uh, she had to take her headphones off. This isn't good. So we might have to skip this particular beer with the mashed potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. So, no? No? you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Cassie had to run off to the sink to pour out the exploding beer that's exploding all over her face. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, Cassie was saying the Chimay is good with the mashed potatoes and gravy, but we've had a beer foul. The beer exploded all over her. Uh, she was sucking it up uh, off the ground. She had to cover it up. All right, we're good. Oh, she's good. She's coming back. She's coming back. 
Have you recovered? Is the, yes. is the, the beer, beer okay? The beer is really fine. The beer about. is fine. Okay. All right. I have beer in my pants, but I'm okay. That's okay. That's okay. Beer in your pants is hot. Okay. All right. So now okay. that everything's back to normal, uh, Cassie, let's taste the Chimay. Uh And from you, uh, if you're listening to the, the show and you're taking notes, uh, you might want to open the Chimay over the sink. Right. And then uh, you can dig into your mashed potatoes. Chimay's are very, like... Happy. Happy. And they're very boozy. And, like, they have a nice spice to them on the back end, so they'll probably go really good with this gravy. Okay, so Cassie's shoving the mashed potatoes in her mouth, and now she's going to try the beer. Hopefully it doesn't explode all over her. Nope. I think we have success. We do. And Cassie, how does it taste? I like the Abbey better. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So after all that, you still like the other beer better? Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. All right, I'm going to taste it. No, you're right. I like the other one better. It does the same thing where it does bring out the flavor. Yeah, but the other one's better. The other one is better. After it exploded all over me, but that's yeah. okay. So all that all that chaos uh, for pretty much nothing. Right. So anyway, um, our next beer that we're going to pair with Thanksgiving goodies is what? Okay, this is um, another DDIJ fan favorite. Um, they we're on our show. This is River Horse Triple Horse, and it's a Belgian, Jersey beer. Belgian triple. And triples, because of their dense nature, go very well with stuffing. Same kind nice. of concept as the double with the gravy. Triples bring out like the spice and stuff and stuffing. So okay, so dig in, uh, Cassie. Taste the uh, the stuffing, and uh, she has it in her mouth, <laughs> and now she's going to taste the stuffing. Um, and so, Cassie, what's the result? Is it good? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. My favorite still is the the double with the mashed potatoes, but that's really good too. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into this a little bit. Um it's good stuffing, huh? Right. All right, Boston Market. Taste the beer it is good, but yes, I agree with you. I do prefer the um the mashed potatoes the first one. No the, right. that was better. So Cassie, um let's get into the next uh fix in here. What's this beer? Alright, this this is a brand new beer from Boulevard. Called Snow and Tell, and it's a Scotch Scotch ale. Ooh, Scotch ale! I like Scotch ale. Scotch ales go well with sweet potatoes. Nice. I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes, so this might be a rough one for me. Oh, it's smoking. What's the ghetto thing where they put marshmallows in them in the sweet potatoes? This has marshmallow, and I had to scrape it off. Ugh! Why do they do that? Because I don't know. People are fucking. Gross. I mean, they, they, I'm sorry if that's not a family tradition of yours. Listening that. Um, they're putting marshmallows in the sweet potatoes, but I think that's friggin' gross. Oh my god, I could do that all day. Yeah, it's good. Oh my god. Hold that's on. what she said. Yeah, she's tasting it for the third, fourth time. Wow, she really likes this one. She's shoveling it in. So it's obviously it's really good. Yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah, on the fourth time. That's my taste. favorite one. That became my favorite. Wow. So I'm not a fan, like I said, of uh, sweet potatoes, but let's try this. Um Oh, wow. Now, this is saying a lot for me. I don't like sweet potatoes, but the beer and the potatoes yeah, good are stuff. awesome. Delicious. Actually, this up there is like my favorite. Yes. Even better than turkey and the mashed potatoes. That's awesome. I agree. So, folks, eating the sweet potatoes, get some of the snow and hell by Boulevard. Or any scotch ale. Any scotch ale. It is just friggin' awesome. Awesome. Now, the last one that we got. This is the, this is the end course for Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, we're so, so just to cut it short a little bit, Cassie's whipping open the apple pie. Yes. 
And uh, Cassie, tell us about the beer that goes okay. well with apple pies. So with apple pies, because apple pies are very like cakey and, and cinnamony and, you know, just caramelly and good. Um, we want to pair a barley wine with an apple pie. Okay, that makes so sense. So we have Blithering Idiot by Weyerbacher because it's like my favorite barley Ooh, wine. Good, strong beer. Delicious. And we're going to try this apple pie. Now, this is also good because Blithering Idiot, uh, barley wine's, uh, the Blithering Idiot is a very, very strong beer. So by the dessert time, you kind of want to get drunk. And Blithering Idiot does that job. So if the apple pie tastes good with the Blithering Idiot, you have a home run right here. And Cassie, what do you think? No? Mm. I don't know. She's kind of uh, confused. What do you think? I like it, but it makes the Blithering Idiot taste so much boozier. Really? Yeah, so it yeah. kind of brings out the booze. Yeah, it's weird. But you also got to think that by the time you're on the dessert course, you're pretty oh, you're, drunk already. you're done. So the booze taste is uh, kind of not really there that much. Right. So as I'm trying to get a piece of apple pie. Okay. Let me taste it. No, you're right. It really brings out, like, it, it cuts the taste in half. Right. And it makes you just taste the booze. Right. Because the apple overwhelms the sugar. Right. Exactly. everything that's in it. So, but, no, it's still good, and I still recommend this. A barley wine for the final course for pies, or even ice cream. That would be good ice cream, or... Or, like, you know, if you have a pecan pie, um, if somebody makes a pecan pie, it's not, like, a huge Thanksgiving thing, but, like, you know... Or a yam know, bag! Oh! oh drink! <laughs> But like pecan pie, can you can do a stout. You know, pumpkin. Obviously, you can either do a pumpkin beer or like, you know, what would be good with pumpkin would be um, funnel cake by Forgotten Boardwalk. Would probably be really good with yes. pumpkin pie. No, yeah, because it's like a vanilla. It's like a vanilla cream ale. Mm-hmm. But the pumpkin would probably be really good. No, definitely. So um, we recommend these beers for your Thanksgiving, and like I said, just bring six beers up to the table. Hey, you know, whatever the fuck. Definitely get a Scotch Ale for sweet potatoes, though, yes. because it's like the best pair. That was ever. definitely the best one. But um, you know, heed our words, my friends. It's, when holidays are a good time to get drunk, it's the best excuse to get drunk besides your birthday. It's like, hey, it's fucking Thanksgiving. Right. I'm getting drunk. Who's gonna really say anything besides if you have an uptight wife or something like that? Obviously, I don't. I remember so, when we had little story for DDIJ. Our first Thanksgiving, we got really drunk on wine, and we were making out in front of Finley's, like, five-year-old cousin. Yeah. Uh, nice. And she's shoveling food into her face. <laughs> the samplers. She's just Whatever. Shut up. But, um, so, d- d- definitely take our word for it. Get drunk this Thanksgiving. We, we encourage it. Um, and, uh, folks out there, if you do do this and you want to take a picture, we'll post it on <laughs> our social media. Um, you know, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll promote you or promote anything you want, but yeah, take, t- take a picture, send it over and we'll definitely post it. You said um, you do. Yes. Thank you. Second grade humor. That was awesome. Whatever. Um, it's now funny. folks, uh, we've come to the time of the show, uh, where pops is going to come on. And if you, those of you that are listening to the show for the first time, pops is a black puppet who comes on and does a segment every week where he rants on what pisses him off. Um, this week, and uh, he comes on, he says his piece, and he leaves. He actually uses my mic, so I actually leave the studio for Pops to come in, and once Pops is done, uh, I'll come back. And um, Alright, folks, uh, Pops is going to come on right now. He's itching to get in, because uh, he's about to travel to uh, his family for Thanksgiving, so he wants to get going. So, I'm going to leave the mic, and uh, I'll be back. Yo! Yo, Pops! Yo, what up, crackers? What up? Let me ask a question. Okay. If a camera adds 10 pounds... Do African children really exist? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> right, so think about it. So, uh, I see a bunch of towerhead motherfuckers shot up Paris. I never trusted Aladdin. 
<laughs> I wish for. Oh, I bombed you. Yeah, whatever. I've always questioned the motives what? of people. <laughs> I've always questioned the motives of people who dress like the, dress their women like Batman. What the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> Pops has never been a fan of those cheese eating surrender monkeys in France. But there's no reason for Clitch to bomb them up. I mean, who watches Return of the Jedi that decides Ewoks have a good fashion choice? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dude, niggas. See, so I heard the hackers anonymous are waging war on ISIS. Quite ironic that 72 virgins will be attacking terrorists now. <laughs> I don't think Muslims go far, go far enough in killing people who draw images of the Prophet Muhammad. I think they should kill people who are named Muhammad as well. <laughs> go friends. Bomb those Q-tip heads. Go and remember, <laughs> jokes don't kill people. Muslims who are offended kill people. Ah, Mendez out? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, folks. Pops was a little drunk tonight. <laughs> I heard that. So sorry about that. <clears throat> he was uh, pounding beers in the waiting room a little That's too That's all right. It, he's fun. He was funny, though. <laughs> I liked his Ewok comment. <laughs> so a little weak on Pops tonight. I'll, uh, I'll give him a little talking to to be a little bit more sober when he comes on and says his rant. <laughs> it's all good. Was he drinking, like, our leftovers or something? Yeah, I think he was. He was pounding uh, some leftover beers in there. So they were, they were pretty stout in there. So It's all good. And there was some whiskey in there he was pounding. So, um. <laughs> Oh, boy. But uh, we're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes. Are we, no beer news? No, we're going to do beer news. Oh, okay. I was going to get to that. Okay. All right, anxious Sally. We're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes, but there's a, a couple of beer news items that I'd like to get to before we get to that. So the first beer news item is actually a pretty big deal for me because I'm a big fan of the Ballast Point Brewing Company in Spirits, um, who makes some awesome, awesome beer. What Sculpin? Um, what's everything. Everything. Calm before a, the storm. Sculpin. They make a Bloody Mary mix that is just amazing. And right, and they make alcohol Mary. too. Like they make alcohol, gin, all sorts of stuff. So anyway, they're being bought out. And don't worry out there if this is the first time you're hearing it. They're not being bought out by Budweiser. Thank God. They're being bought out by Corona Extra and Modelo Special, the company that owns them. Constellation. Constellation Brands, um, which is still kind of selling out, but the price that they sold out for, um, I'm trying to find it here, is one $1 billion. billion. $1 billion. Who bought them? Dr. Evil? <laughs> Dude, crazy. and those guys were college buddies that started that shit in their garage, and they just sold for $1 billion. So, I mean, like... Well, Constellation also hand, makes Pacifica, so I, like, don't care. To me, it's just, like, whatever. Like, right. I don't it's care. It's not Budweiser. And on the one hand, you got to look at it this way. I mean, like, you know, when I I, I was in the, the kind of in the music industry in, like, the 90s and, like, oh, they're going to sell out, blah, blah, blah. And, like, you, know, you sell out, you make millions of dollars. And, you know, to sell it to this company, which is not Budweiser. Yeah, if not Budweiser came up to me and dollars. told me, we'll give you a billion dollars, I'd be, like, sold. You know, I kind of give Take drinking jersey on this trade. one. Take DDIJ, give me my billion dollars, and that's it. Goodbye. Well, if somebody bought Jersey Dirty in Jersey for a billion dollars, first thing you want to do is get your head checked. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you guys for a billion dollars. What the fuck is wrong with you? <clears throat> make sure that bef- I make sure the check cleared before well, I fucking I'd make sold. sure Pops wasn't too drunk in the waiting room before, right. before you bought uh, the company for a billion dollars. I almost didn't get that sentence out. But uh, any case, uh, in any case, uh, you know, we're I, I'm not too uh, offended by this. No, so. I'm not either. Um, so I, I'm still going to drink Ballast Point. Still going to yeah, pound their drinks. So uh, it is what it is, and uh, life goes on. But um, 
Another uh, news item here is uh, Sunday is the big Vikings versus Packers rivalry game. I said that word all fuck. Rivalry. Rivalry. I can't say that word. Rivalry. Rivalry. There you go. And one thing both teams have in common is Brett Favre. Now, for a limited time, fans of Favre can get a special beer to tribute the great quarterback. Badger State Brewing in Green Bay created a beer dedicated to Favre called Legendary Pass. Packer fans crowded the brewery Wednesday afternoon for the release of the beer. Now, it's a pale ale with Cajun spices. Ooh, Warrior Hops. That sounds good. I like Warrior Hops. Favre's. I, knew, I do know how to say his name. I was just kidding before. Uh, something about Mary reference. Hops reflect Favre's legacy on the field. It's $12 a bottle, which isn't too bad, but only in Wisconsin. Boo. I would definitely like to pound the Favre beer. That sucks, Wisconsin. I'd like to pound the Favre. Oh, sorry. Really? I think he's fucking gross. No. I think he's hot, even though he's really old. uh, Sending like dick pics to the reporters and stuff? No. So, if I did that. At least he's not busted for child porn. Well, you're going to, 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 to the whole big extreme there. But he's still a scumbag. Dick pics? Everybody sends dick pics. Nah, whatever. Did, really? Everybody sends dick pics? Well, I don't know if you do. What if I sent the dick pics? I don't know, but like, a lot of people send dick pics. I don't have the close-up feature on my phone. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you know oh, you I do? Teach me and I'll start sending dick pics. <laughs> okay, thanks. Do I have to hit one before the dick pics? Yes. Okay, make sure Gil knows that. <laughs> Gilk, if you're listening, hit one before the dick pic. <laughs> All right, last story for you. A Georgia death row inmate scheduled for execution on Thursday requested a six-pack of beer as his last meal and was turned down. Why? As a result, Marcus Ray Johnson, no surprise that he's lit, um, was well, given No, he's white. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry for my racist-ass comment. But, anyway. it's no, but it's no... What I would thought you were going to say was... No surprise that he has three names because usually people with three names but how is this are like last meal. Look at his last meal that he got instead of a six pack. Baked fish. Oh my god. Gay. Cheese grits. Blech. Beans. Coleslaw. Cookies and fruit punch. Ew. Fruit punch. Ugh. Fuck wants fruit punch from jail. This is like a, a retarded meal. His request was declined. His alcohol is contraband item, but he's about to fucking die. Who cares? It's not like he's know. gonna steal it and shit. Is that Ronan telling yes. us that we haven't wrapped up? <laughs> yes. Now that I can hear the sounds. <laughs> 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 All right. So anyway, he wasn't allowed his six-pack. That's bullshit. And if you're on death row, let him have the fucking six-pack bottle of whiskey. Let some hooker blow him. Who gives a shit? He's about to die. I don't know. So it doesn't. it's not like he's going to take the six-pack and distribute it. He's going to fucking die. Right. So anyway. Anyway, folks. Um, uh, let's, uh, what do we got going so on? So next, next week is Thanksgiving. Off. We're going to be off. Tune in for a rewind show. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, but it'll be a repeat of something. Um, and, uh, the week after that is December 3rd and we are going to have Natalie from Founders Beer on the line. And we're also going to have, um, comedic writer, Mike Cowley. First ever. We're going to have actually a comedic writer on the show. And, uh, he's not a comedian, but he's written for comedians and he's, he's written, written books, books, like written books, books and jokes and stuff. So maybe he can write pops, uh, rant for next time. Maybe we should ask him. Yeah. So pops, uh, was kind of off tonight. Yeah. Drinking. So anyway, so check out our, uh, you know, special thanks to Uno, Uno. Hamilton there you go. for calling in and talking about pizza and beer with us. Um, and uh, Gilk for t- calling in about his Charlie Sheen When he figured ex- out you expertise. put one in front of an area code. Right, and uh, so check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all those social networks, and we'll see you next week. A drink on.
You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.